And we mentioned that uh, there's 24 mishmaras, which means there's 24 groups of how they broke up all the Kohanim. And they would each have a week throughout the year that they would have their opportunity to do the Avod and the Beis Mikdash, And then whatever Avod they did, they're the ones who ate the Karbanas that particular week. So if you're cycling through, just you know one at a time, one per week, obviously you do the math, ends up being they each did about two times a year. They had the opportunity to do the Karbanas and the Beis Mikdash. Um, however, there was three more times throughout the year that everyone went to the base of Midrash, which is Aliyah Larego. So the mission that we have right now is discussing that even though um, it's one week at a time per Mishmar, per group, doing the Avodah of the base of Midrash, and they're the ones who get to do the Avodah and get to eat or get to get benefit from the hides of those Korbanos of that particular week, but when it comes to Ali Laregel, all the special korbanos that are related to the Yantif, so whether it's Pesach or Shavuos or Sukkot, they divide up all those korbanos evenly amongst the 24 Mishmaras. So again, let's differentiate. There's many, many korbanos that are brought every single week that have no connection to Yantif at all. Whether it's the Korban Tamids, whether it's the Nidarm and Nidavos, which are the different korbanos people pledge throughout the year, and they go to the base of Midrash to bring those korbanos. So there's a whole list of other korbanos that have nothing to do with Yantiv. So those, even on Yantiv, only go to the family whose week falls out that week. But the korbanos that are directly related to the Yantiv itself, those korbanos are divided up evenly amongst all the Kohanim that are there. Um, doesn't make a difference which family you're from, which Mishra you're from, you get to have an e- equal claim at bringing those Karbanos and at eating those Karbanos or getting benefit from the hides, the leathers, all the other parts that are acceptable from those Karbanos. So that could include the special Karbanos of, of, of Yantiv, or when you do a Lila Regal, there's a, something called the Korban Chagiga, which is a Shlomim that you have to bring. A Shlomim is a Korban where not only is it burnt on the Mizbeach, but you actually get to eat part of it. Or sometimes there's an Ola Suriya, which is an Ola Korban, which you burn up to Shemayim uh, when you do a Lila Regal, but there's still the hides that you get to have anything from. So again, just to be clear, anything that's related to the Yantiv is divided evenly amongst all 24 groups. But the things that are not related to Yantiv, whichever group had the good luck of falling out that week, they get to get the benefit from all those Korbanas. So let's read the Mishnah now. They also, they also work a million times harder, I would imagine, than a normal, than a normal uh, group, no? You're saying because there's so many more people there, they're bringing many more Korbanas. Yeah, I'm saying they're, yeah. they get the, the benefit of it. They, they reap the, the, you know, the fruits of their labor, but it's got to be impossible for the week that they're working. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but they get a lot of benefit, exactly. No, no Shiloh. Okay, here we go. Says the... Mi- yes. How come, I mean, we start worried about it being fair, that we're trying to split it up with, you know, in the 24, with the two or three, why don't we just take the regular ones, the coin even have the regular week to get so much more, why don't we take them out of the whole lottery of the, of the Yomto? You said they're getting so many other ones. It's, it's a fair question. That's a fair question. I, we're going to see soon this psukim that just proved that everyone gets an equal shot at Yantiv. So I guess unless there would be a special drasha that says, no, we, we exclude them from that Yantiv Korbanos too. Um, you know, otherwise the Pasuk is going to say very soon that everyone gets an equal claim to Yantiv, full access, and, you know, that, that's the way it is. So I hear what you're saying, but at the end of the day, it does cycle through that whether it's this year or a different year, you know, you're going to get your shot also to be the one whose turn is that week, plus you get a shot at the Yantiv Korbanos. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it says the Mishnah, B'shloisha prakim b'shana. Three times a year, which is referring to the Shalosh Regalim. Hayu kol mishmar shavos, all the mishmaros were the same. Be'imuri ha'regalim, when it comes to the korbanos of the regal. 
uvechiluk lechem aponim when it comes to dividing up the lechem aponim. Obviously, the famous lechem aponim with the twelve loaves of bread, which actually luckily were matzah that they had in the Kodesh Kedoshim. Those were changed out every single week, and that was one of the famous miracles of the lechem aponim. Is that when you changed it out on Shabbos, it's been a full week, and they were as fresh as the day you put it on. But when it comes to lechem aponim and yantiv, when you have a regel and everyone's there, you divide it evenly amongst the twenty-four mishmaros as well, amongst the twenty-four groups. So again, so three times a year, you equally divide the carbonus of the regel, and you divide up the lechem ha'panim. Ba'atzeres, atzeres is the name for shuas, omer lo heilach matzah, heilach chametz, we say to the quantum that are there, here is your matzah, here is your chametz. So this is a technical thing we'll discuss more in the Gemara, is that you don't get to choose what they give you. And when it's shvuas, shvuas is actually a rare opportunity that you actually have chametz as part of the avoda. Usually, which we're not even so familiar with this, usually the avoda has matzah only. Did not have any chametz whatsoever. On Shavuos, they had chametz because there's the famous shtei halechem, the two loaves of bread that actually had chametz in it. So when they would divide up the shtei halechem and the, all the lechem upon him, which is matzah, they would say, here's your piece of matzah, here's your piece of chametz, take it. But you cannot say, no, 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 I don't want matzah, I want to have two chametzes. Or you can't say, no, no, I want two chametzes, I don't want any matzah. You have to take the exact way they divided up and gave it to you. Hey, look, matzah, here goes your matzah. Hey, look, chametz, here's your chametz. And you take it as it is. I wasn't sure I mentioned last time if you divide it up afterwards if you want to trade with people, but at least you have to take it as they give it to you and you cannot change how it's done. Okay, so says the Mishnah Vaita. Mishmar Shizmano Kavua, the Mishmar, the group whose time is set for that actual Yantiv, who makriv Timidin Nidarim Nedavos, that group gets to bring the Korban Tamid, which is done in the morning and the afternoon, the Nidarim Nedavos, people who made pledges to bring Korbanos throughout the year, they get to get all of those, because they're not related to the Yantiv, so they get those, Vishar Korbanos Sibor, and all the other Korbanos of the Tzibor, who makriv is called, they bring everything. So Gemara is going to discuss what's being added with that line, but at the end of the day, our mission made it very, very clear that things that are related to Yantiv are divided evenly amongst 24. Things that are not related to Yantiv, they just happen to be that week. Um, the halacha is they only go to the family whose turn turned out that particular week. Says the Gemara, a marim harigalim shall Our Mishnah says the imurim of the Karbanos, those are divided evenly amongst the Kohanim. The problem is, is that just from our knowledge of Torah, the word Amurim is a reference to the parts of the Karbanos that are burnt up completely to Hashem. For example, we dive in Marv every single night to correspond to the fact you have a Korban Tabin in the morning, Korban Tabin in the afternoon, and at night you have the Amurim of the Karbanos, the parts that were not consumed, those get burnt up at night, and that's why we dive in Marv. So our Mishnah says that the Karbanos get to get benefit from the Amurim, but, one second, Amurim is the part that's burnt up completely, what's going on over here? So says the Gemara, They belong to Hashem. What's going on over here? So Amar Chista Masha Amor Beregalim. Rav Chista answers and says the word Amur Regalim means two totally different things. In one context, it means it's the parts of the Korbanos that burnt up completely. In our Mishnah, it means Korbanos. It's unclear to me, and Rashi doesn't really know either why the Mishnah chose to give it a nickname, but the word Amurim is the same as the Shoresh Amar. So what does Amur mean in this context? It means the karbanos that were said to be given on the Yamtiv. Read that line in the Gemara again. Amur regalim shagavoninu. Amar chista masha amur beregalim. No, it's just a reference to karbanos that the Torah tells us to bring on the regal, but it's referring to regular karbanos, nothing to do with the stuff that's burnt on this Be'ech at night. Okay. Tana Rabbanim. The rabbis teach us. Minayin shekolam mishmar shavos be'amur regalim. How do we know? What's the source that on the regal 
every one of the 24 Mishmaros gets an equal shot at bringing and eating the Karbanas. How do you know it? Talmud Lomar, the Pasuk says, Uba b'chol avas nafshoi v'sheres. The Pasuk says, this is a Pasuk in Devarim Perak Yudches, they come, b'chol avas nafsho means, the word avas is the same as the word taiva. Avas. You see the Aleph Vav Saf? Uba b'chol avas nafsho, they come whenever their heart desires, v'sheres, and they can serve. So you have a Pasuk in the Torah that seems to indicate they could kohanim, they could come whatever they want and serve. So we're going to learn soon that that's going to apply to the regal. There has to be some time during the year that this Pasuk applies that they can come whenever they want and say, you know what, I want a chance to do the Avodah. We're saying that this Pasuk that says, is a reference to the regal, they can come and say, I want to serve. So now the Gemara says, Yachal af one second, if we have a Pasuk that says they come whenever they want and serve, so maybe you're first all year round. If a coin comes to the basement dish and says, hi, I'm here, I want to do my Avodah, don't stop me, maybe it applies to all year round as well. Says the Gemara, Talmud loimar mi'echad she'arecha. Mi'echad she'arecha. Which is the beginning of that same Pasuk, mi'echad she'arecha, right before that. Mi'echad she'arecha. Only when it's one gate can a Kohen come and say, I want to do a vote, even if it's not his turn. I'm going to read the Gemara and then we'll read Rashi because it's hard to understand what those words mean. This idea of they can come whenever they want and say, I want to do the Avodah only applies when all of Klai will go into one gate. So outside, all it's saying is as follows. There's one time during the year that a Kohen can come to the base and just say, even if it's not my week, I want to do the Avodah. When does that apply? When all Klaiyas will go into one gate. What does that mean? So if you look at Rashi in the bottom of the Amud, second to bottom line, he tells us what that means. Reshe Dikra, this word, Echad Sherech, is the beginning of that Pasuk. V'chiyavu alevi mi'echad Sherech, when the Levi comes from one of your gates. V'darish le, but they darish in Hachi, as follows. K'mo be'echad Sherech, she'kol yisrael nechnasin b'shar echad, klomer be'er echad. That what does it mean, one gate? It means that all of Chai Yisrael have entered one gate, are in one city together. That's how they understand the words Be'echad Sherecha. So if the word Be'echad Sherecha means all of Chai Yisrael in one gate, in one city, so what's it a reference to? It's obviously a reference to Elie Regal. When in the world do you have it that all of Chai Yisrael together than Elie Regal? So if you interpret the words Me'echad Sherecha to mean that all of Chai Yisrael are in one city together, and in that context, the Pasuk says, a coin can come, Bechol Avas Nashu, whenever he wants to say, I'm doing Avoida. So now we learn that on a Regal, a coin can come and say, it's not my Mishmar, it's not my turn, but I want a piece of the pie, and we don't stop him. But the rest of the year, if it's not his turn, then we do stop him and say, there's 24 groups, that's a 24-week cycle, it's not your turn right now, you cannot do Avoida, you don't get a piece of the Avoida. That's at least how we know what our Mishnah said is true, because the Pasuk says, Bechol Avas Nashu. Okay. They weren't all there. They I'm pretty. I'm, they, were not all there. they were not all there yet. No, I mean there probably were a lot of people there because they had to travel from across the country for Sukkis, and Sukkis is four days later. Um, you know, it's reminiscent of those who go to Eretz Yisrael for Sukkis, and there's no good flights between you know Yom Kippur and Sukkis to be able to go, so you go early. But um, you know, they were not necessarily there. So it's not a Lila Regal. There's no obligation to be there, and they were often just home. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even think about it. There are, t- there are tons of shuls in Yerushalayim itself. You know, even if you live in Yerushalayim, it doesn't mean you go to the base Mikdash every day. Just like nowadays, you don't have to go to the Kaisal every day. So, you know, it wasn't necessary. When, when they talk about, like, throwing the, the Azazel off the cliff, like, they said, like, all of Israel was, like, 
dancing and like happy or when they yeah. saw the coin come out like that was just whoever decided to come yeah i mean would you i mean would you not choose to go <laughs> if you could no, 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 100%, yeah 100 yeah so yeah there was an obligation to be the yom kipper but it was one of those special times that you certainly wanted to be part of it if you could but that, that's what was happening there okay fine so yeah Yeah. I don't, I don't see how this answers the question. It's, so, it, we, the coin still can't come and do the avoider. We still have the same regular coin who had that week doing the avoider. We're just splitting up the rest of the. You say, how do we know we only develop the untive ones, not the regular ones? Right. This is probably, yeah. This is okay, fine. Well, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see a little bit more soon. We'll see a little bit more soon. We'll see it. Okay, fine. So says the Gemara Vaiter, Chiluk Lechem upon him. So we say we divided the Lechem upon him. Tanur Abanim. Minayin Shekola Mishmar Shavos Bechiluk Lechem upon him. How do we know that all the Mishmaras equally divide the Lechem upon him when it comes to the Regal? So says the Gemara as follows. Tamud Loimar, Chelek Kachelek Yochelu. The Pasuk says, again, in Dvarim Yuches, they eat a portion like a portion. What does that mean? The chelik that they get in the avoda is equal to the chelik get in eating, which is like we said before. If you get to do the work, you get to eat from it too. Now, where does this pasuk apply that when you get to do the work, you get to eat from it? Which we're eating are we referring to? Ilema korbanos. If we're going to say the eating we're referring to here is being able to eat the korbanos, that can't be what the pasuk chelik is talking about because mehasav nafka. You got it from that pasuk. Lakoyin hamakrivosa loisihiye. We already have a different pasuk that already established by all other regular korbanos that if you do the avoda, you get to eat it. As the pasuk says again, this is a pasuk in Sefer Vayikra Perik Zion. It says to the kohen that brings it, he gets to have it. So we already have a Pasuk in the Torah that tells us that if you're the Kayin, that gets to do the Avod in the Beis Amikdash, you get to eat it. So why do we need a second Pasuk that says, that if you do the Avoda, you get to eat it? What's it referring to? Rather, it must be a reference to the Lechem HaPanim that you get to be a part of and eat on Yantiv if you got to do the Avoda. Okay, let me read it again. Let's go back to the previous Ombud. The previous Ombud said, we have to make sure you got this as clear as possible. The whole point of Kenyan is to make sure you can read it yourself. Is as follows. How do we know that all the Mishmaras are equally able to have access to Lechem Apanim on Yantiv? How do we darshan that? If they had a Chedek in the Avoda, they get a Chedek in the eating. Now the Gemara says, who said it's referring to Lechem Apanim? Why? Which Achila are referring to? Karbanas. They're going to say it's regular Karbanas. That if they get to do the Avoda, they get to eat that portion or get benefit from that portion. You got it from there. You get it from a different Pasuk that says the Kohen that brings it, he gets to have it. So Ella, if we already cover regular Karbanas, what does Chedek Chedek cover? Lechem Apanim. It's a reference to Lechem Apanim that you divided evenly at the times they could all equally be involved in the Avoda, which is the regal we already established on the previous page. Now the Gemara goes on to say as follows, Yochel af b'choivos habos shalomachmas haregel, b'regel. One second, now that we've already said they divide up everything equally, 
and we said they could come whenever they want, and we said it applies to Aliyah Laregal, at the time that everyone in Yushalayim together, that's when they can say they want to do it whenever they want. Now we've established they get the Lechem upon him. So the says, kind of like Paul just asked a second ago, so maybe even all the regular Korbanos that are not connected to the regular at all, the regular Nedder and Nedava, the, all the Korbanos that people are bringing to Yushalayim, maybe on Yantiv that you get an equal crack at those two. So again, says the Gemara, Yochel, maybe you think to say, Maybe the obligatory carbonos that are not because of the regal, during the regal, they should equally get a share of all those two. No, what we're going to exclude that they don't get a portion of is the things that were sold by their avos. So let me translate two of the words in this passage, and then you're expecting to translate it. The word avos here is not referring to Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. The word Avos is referring to their ancestors, which means the previous generations of Kohanim. And Mimkarov here doesn't necessarily mean sell, but it means to make a deal. So we already established in the Pasuk over here that the halacha is, is that on a regal, every single Kohen gets an equal portion of the Voda, equal portion of dividing up the Karbonas that are related to the regal. They get an equal portion of the Lechem upon him. They do not get to touch the Karbonas that are not related to the regal. And we know it because the Pasuk says they don't get the things that were the deal that was made by their ancestors. Levad mim karav al avos. They don't get any, they don't get to touch at all the things that the deal was made by their ancestors. What deal was made by their ancestors? Ma machra avos zelazeh. What did their ancestors, the earlier Kohanim, sell to each other? Which means basically, what did they make a deal with each other? Ani b'shabasi v'atab b'shabascha. Which basically simply means is this idea of the Mishmaros and that there's a 24-week cycle, it was a deal they made amongst each other. They simply said, let's make a deal. One week at a time, there's 24 groups, we'll all go one at a time, and including the regal itself, and we're going to divide those up, and if it's your week, it's only your week, and they made that deal with each other. Okay, there's psukim that cover and say that when it comes to the karbanas related to the yantim, when it comes to lechem apanim, they do the avoda evenly, they split it evenly, but the deal that they made was all the regular karbanas that are not related to the yantim, the nether, the nava, the tamid, etc., all those karbanas, they made a deal. The deal was, you don't touch mine, I don't touch yours, anib shabosi, atab shabascha, and therefore the lacha is, is that the regular kohanim, whose week is not that week, they cannot touch the regular karbanas, even if it's during the regal. Can I just ask a question? Sure. Yes. Yes, for sure. They, 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 yeah, they definitely did. And the previous Mishnah on Nunehem Bays actually went through because there's a tremendous amount of Karbanos on Sukkis that we know. We have 13 Param on the first day, 12 the second day, 11 the next day, and we actually go through a very complicated system to be able to ensure that it's evenly distributed on the Regal for all the Mishmaros that everyone got a piece of the pie. It's a little bit less on Pesach and Shavuot, but at the same time, they all get a portion of it. And again, the, the Ola Sreiya and the Korban Chagiga, every single person in Klaise that does Aliyah the Regal is bringing those two Korbanos. So you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of Korbanos that the 24 Mishmaros on the Regal get a piece of. It's just saying that the additional Korbanos have no connection to Yantiv, which is, imagine it's in the middle of um, um, ER, and you want to pledge. Okay, here, here we go. How about this? Um, we're sitting here in Chicago on uh, on the th- what's the third day of year right now, and I say Hashem, get me out of this coronavirus matzav right now. And if I do, I pledge to give a korban in the base of Mikdash. 
And, and Hashem says, you know what? I'm bringing Mashiach. Mashiach comes. I do Lila Regal on Shuas. I have to bring a Korban Nedava, a Korban Neder, to the Beis HaMikdash. Who gets to eat that Korban? Okay, I don't know if we'll be able to figure out so quickly who the Kohanim are and what the Mishmaras are, but if they're able to figure out who are the Kohanim and what the Mishmaras are, the family whose week turns out that week will get to eat that Korban. But my Olas Re'iyah and my Korban Chagiga that I'm going to bring, those are divided up evenly amongst the 24 families. That's what comes out from this. Okay, excellent. So um, let me just read that one more time. So we established by the top line in Nevava Menalef that the halacha is that if you get a portion of the vote, you get a portion of the Achila. And we asked, which Achila is this possibly referring to? We said, if you're going to tell me it's referring to regular Korbanos, those are divided up evenly. You got it from No. You get it from this other Pasuk of it goes, the Kohen that brings it is the Kohen that gets it. So, rather, it's a reference to Lechem Aponim. So, now they're going to ask the next question. Maybe so too. We've already had the puzzle that says that during Ali the regular, they divided evenly. Maybe even the obligatory Korbanos that are not because of the Yantiv. On Yantiv, they divide up evenly. Says the no. The exception to the rule they don't get a piece of is except the things that were the deal of their ancestors. What was the deal of their ancestors? Ma'amachra Avos. So let's say, what do the ancestors sell to each other? On my week, your your week, don't touch each other's karabonas. Okay, here we go. I am now going to bless you with another chart, because I love screen sharing. And here we go. Next to Gemara. Here we go. Can you see that? Hopefully you can. Yeah. Probably doesn't help you at all yet, but you'll see what's going to go on over here. Okay, so says the Gemara. Batseres Omer Lo Helach. We said on, on Shavuos, we divide up the Lechem Aponim, we divide up the, um, the Shtei Alechem, fine. But either way, the Gemara does not start talking about that at all. Itmar, Rav Omer, Machlegis between Rav and Rabba Barbarchana on a concept that you're very familiar with, because it's, uh, practically it's Halacha Lamaisa for us in Chutz Laaretz, even in 5780. When you make your brachas in the Sukkah of Leishei Basukkah and Shechianu, what is the order of those two brachas? Is it Shechianu, then Leishev, or is it Leishev, then Shechianu? That's the question we're going to discuss right now, very briefly. Itmar, Rav Amar, Sukkah, V'achrakach Zman. Sukkah is a reference to Leishev, Sukkah. Zman is a reference to Shechianu. Rav Paskas, you make the brach of Leishev, then you make the brach of Shechianu. Rabba Barbarchana Amar, Zman, V'achrakach Sukkah. Rabba Barbarchana argues and says, no, you say Shechianu. And then you say the bracha leishev basukah on my chart. That's simply what I wrote over there. Rav holds leishev then shechianu, and Rabbi Barachana holds you say shechianu then leishev. Simple as that. Now we're going to explain why. Rav Amar sukkah v'achakach zman. Rav says you make the bracha leishev basukah before you make the bracha shechianu. Chiyuva de yoma adif. It's more important to talk about the special mitzvahs of the day. Simple lumdus. It's a, it's a special mitzvah, it's a special day, it's a special opportunity, and it's a new thing, and therefore we focus on the new mitzvah that we have of Leishev Basukah, and therefore we make the Leishev first, that is the opinion of Rav, why it's Leishev before Shechianu. Rav Barbarchana Amar, Rav Barbarchana says, Zman ve'achar kach sukkah, no, you say Shechianu first, and afterwards you make the bracha of Leishev Basukah. Why? Very classic concept. Tadir v'she'enu tadir, tadir kaidam. When you have something that's more common, and so it's less common, you do the one that's more common first. Tadir, common. 
frequent, that's really translated as. V'she'en tader, less frequent, tader kaidem, the tader one is going to be first. Simple as that. Tader v'she'en tader, tader kaidem, and therefore you say shechianu first, because we have shechianus throughout the year, and we only have shave one time a year. Um, so I was actually thinking to myself that we might even make more shaves than we say shechianus. Right? Am I wrong or right? I'm trying to think about it. We say shechianu on... Rosh Hashanah, I'm, I'm talking about Eretz Yisrael, we don't have two days of Yantiv. It's Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, um, Shavuos, Pesach, what else? And Leishev, you could say a million times. I'm, my only point I'm trying to say right now is that Tadir does not mean more often. It means more frequently and consistently. And therefore, a lay shave, you may get it seven days in a row, but it's only once a year. As opposed to Shechianu, which is throughout the year, and therefore, Tadar Vashena, Tadar Tadar Kaidem would apply to Shechianu over the lay shave of So, this is a very cla- classic machlaikis between Rav and Rabbi Barachana. Rav holds lay shave than Shechianu because we focus on the midst of the day first. And Rabbi Barachana says, say Shechianu first because we're going to focus on, so because of the concept of Tadar Vashena, Tadar Tadar Kaidem. So, well, yes and no, because even if you would not have a sukkah, you would still say shachiano on sukkahs. We're actually going to mention that a little bit later. So, that's the concept that's going to come. That's why, for example, Yom Kippur, we just stand there on, on the night of, on Kol Nidre night, and we say shachiano just standing in the middle of the room without any particular mitzvahs in our hand, because there's no mitzvah to be able to do it on. So, if there's a special mitzvah of the day, we say the shachiano for when we're doing that mitzvah. So we say our Shechianu at Kiddush on the Seder, and we say Shechianu at Kiddush at, at, uh, on, on, on Sukkot night. But when it comes to Yom Kippur, when there are no, is no Kiddush, we just openly say Shechianu. Um, but, you know, Shechianu said, even if you have no Sukkot, if you were middle, living in the middle of nowhere, or someone's sick on the night of Sukkot, the Yantiv of Sukkot is, in fact, um, you know, what causes Shechianu. But the sitting in the Sukkot, the Leisheba Sukkot, uh, is not what causes Shechianu. Right? Okay, um, okay. it's 8 o'clock, we go till 8. Okay, so what's going to happen, um, Bezat Hashem, um, tomorrow, we moved up to five days a week, is that, uh, as you see on my little page over here, we have Beisham and Beis Hillel, who have a machlaikas, on any time you say Kiddush, on Shabbos or Yantiv, do you say Borei Priyagafen first, and then the Kiddush part, or do you say the Kiddush part, and then Borei Priyagafen? And the Gemara is going to try to link and say that the machlokas of Rav and Rabbi Barbarchana, when it comes to Sukkot, is really the same exact machlokas as Beis Shammai Beis Hillel all year round. When you make a Kiddush on a Shabbos Ayantiv, do you say Beri Priyagafen first, or do you say the Kiddush part first? And then obviously the Gemara is going to try to reject that, and we'll go with that back and forth. But either way, we established today the Mishnah Men Hem and Beis that discusses how to evenly divide up the Karbanas amongst the different groups and how we know about it. And we started this new Gemara that talks about the order of Leishev and Shechianu. Have a wonderful day, everybody, Say, and uh, we'll, 